Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Watch Less, Complex's podcast about TV and movie culture. We're always watching because shit. If not us, then who? Um, it's your boy Cal, deputy editor of Complex's Pop Culture Channel. As always, the homie Fraser Tharp, the summer man, is in the building. Yes, sir. In my building. In, in, yeah, we're, we are still remote. I, I heard something about New York. It was what, June 6th or something like that? Yeah, whatever. That's at least a good one. still got TV to watch. <laughs> one, one thing you won't run out of is TV, I promise you. Um, I'm trying to find all this. I still haven't finished Dead to Me. Well, you started late. I started late. I'm halfway through season two. What are your thoughts on it early? I'm probably on episode eight. I feel like I might need to rewatch some of the episodes. I'm like, it's good. It's main. It's maintained the level of season one, which is really high for me. Um, yeah, I fuck with it. I have one note that I was waiting for you to talk about because it's only about what you learned in the premiere, which um, is that is that. Sh- alert. Yeah, spoiler anybody. alert to, to for the Dead to Me season who are, who are two. Just starting to watch Dead to Me, but the conceit of season one was like very fucked up and manipulative. But you also kind of understood where Linda Cardellini was coming from a little bit. Yeah. And in this instance, I feel where Christina Applegate is coming from, but learning that it wasn't quite self defense yes. paints her out to be a really horrible person. It went and it, it. I'm glad I. It's one of those times where I'm glad I've watched season one because we touch on. Just it's not the first time she's last out. Like she's had a history of. No, I mean you know, I get it. Like it's all. It's almost like it was building to it, especially all the shit you learn about her husband. It's like, you yeah. know, um, like a yeah. buildup of just like you know female frustration and shit. But it's just like it's way less of an accident now in the scenario and it just makes them look that much more horrible. Like they're really shitty people. Yeah. Especially where I'm at in the season. Like they're, they're really bad. It's bad. We'll we'll probably revisit it next week. I hopefully I'll be done with it at that point. Um, but yeah, we're going to be having a, a a pretty in-depth conversation with Tahira Hairston, who is the fashion and beauties feature director over at team Vogue about this week's insane episode of Insecure. I feel like we've uh, we've had conversations with Issa, we've had conversations with Stella, where we've kind of let y'all know that some shit was going down on uh, this episode. So it's here. We do a really good unpacking, I think, of, of multiple layers, not just of the episode, but where it sits tying in with like the previous storylines and seasons of Insecure, but also try and look at which you're going to be getting through the next five, the next, um, the, the the last half of the this coming season, where we're going to be ending up for season five. It's 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 a lot of fun, but before we get there, want to uh, mention the the recent passing of Jerry Stiller, R.I.P. to 
in the eyes of many, a comedy goat. So the whole family, because he had his wife and Mara, and of course mm-hmm. they birthed Ben, who was probably one of the biggest stars at the time for my generation. Like facts, big facts. Zoolander hit, bro. Zoolander, Meet the Parents, like every everything he was. There was a he had a really good streak going back. I mean, I remember when Cable Guy came out. Um, there's something about Mary. Like I'm old, and he was but that guy also, for a minute. You also never lost that respect, or there was never some uh, like a generation that didn't have respect for his father because he was a part of two of the biggest sitcoms of the 90s and the aughts. Like, I think, uh, I don't know if he was originally George's father. Like, one of the first times you see George's parents on the show, he always had the same mother. It was always always the same actress playing Estelle, but I think he might have had a different father at the outset. But whenever Jerry Stiller came in, he just kind of blew the door wide open and is responsible. Like, I tweeted this. He's like a big part of like why you can still laugh out loud at episodes you've seen on TBS like a thousand times. Word, yeah. Like, well, I mean, there's I, so it... many. I remember I was doing. Um, I did this post way back your complex, and this is like one of the biggest. Like we were talking about this the other day, how you know the site gets redesigned and shit, and you lose shit in the process. Word. Because of like the old setup, you can you'll probably never be able to read this article again. And it sucks because I made, like, my own gifts for it. Yeah, and they're dead. Just to make them perfect. It was, yeah. like, the, the funniest fashion moments on Seinfeld. And he was, like, five of them. <laughs> like, people Go. think about Festivus or Serenity now. But for me, like, there's one time where he screams at his wife that you have no eye for fashion. That's, like, yeah, common. I, and I think that that had to be a part of him. Cause, I mean, I was just looking... For Seinfeld, a show that started in July of 89, Jerry Stiller, he was only on 26 episodes. They don't have him being on the show until 93. So it, it looks like there was some time in between that show starting when he really started kicking in the high gear. But I fell in love with Jerry Stiller through the 195 episodes of The King of Queens he did. Um, that's probably the last huge show like he worked on some other shows but i don't think anything was as big as the king of queens and he definitely pops up in like a lot of ben movies right yeah he's always around in in, in a ben film um i think he's done i feel like he's done a good amount of really he's done a lot of voice work a lot of random stuff he was in zoolander 2 back in 2016 like you know he's he's around he's definitely around but uh yeah i think you know the hallmark of his career is is that Seinfeld run and that King of Queens run. That King of Queens run is so big, you could probably turn on a TV somewhere right now and it's playing. Some, well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like as great as Seinfeld is, and it's definitely more of a classic show than King of Queens. I I never act like a snob when someone gives him more credit for King of Queens over Seinfeld because he he was just a much bigger part of it. Yeah, and it was, and I think it was one of the last it was one of the longest running shows that had started in the 90s i think it has like nine or ten seasons king of queens um, started in the 90s it started in 98 i definitely you know? forgot that yeah it's, it, it was around it because because it was on cbs like if you don't if you if you weren't watching cbs you miss like everybody loves raymond's attire run you've missed all the king of queens they were the 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 pillars of that that station Damn. for a while but uh but yeah r.i.p to jerry stiller poor one uh, yeah, pour one out. Pour a couple out for that man. He's—I uh, know he's made you laugh a number of times. 
Um, yeah, we'll be getting into our conversation about this week's episode of Insecure after this quick break. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What up, guys? Welcome back to Watch Less. We are here on another beautiful week uh, following a very eventful episode of Insecure, one we felt like we had to dedicate a lot of time to breaking down and to help us do that today we have Tahira Hairston, the Features and Beauty Director at Team Vogue. Tahira, welcome. Hi. Excited to Thanks talk about this episode. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, I, when, when, we, when we, had, we were talking earlier about, you know, having screeners or whatnot, and I think I, once we both saw episode five, we were like, yeah, at some point, we need to bring somebody in and have this conversation. This, this episode, it was too massive. You can see why she got Stella to direct the episode. There was a lot going on. And, uh, you know, again, thank you for coming through. What, what did you think about, like, just, just offer it. First watch of the episode. <laughs> what were your thoughts? What were your thoughts? Um, I think I tweeted. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, is Molly okay? I was just like, what is good? Like, I just felt like, wow, that. It, like I knew it was coming as like as far as like they're kind of like they were obviously gonna get in a fight or argument or whatever, but I guess I didn't expect it to happen for that reason and like at that moment and I was just like it just it came out of nowhere and I was like I felt like Issa like girl what what is going on? And then I also was surprised by like Condolas. Like I also don't like her. I just like don't like. Oh my god! (laughs) There's a lot of Condola dragging on the timeline last night. Is there? Is there? Okay. Okay. Well, Tyra, one of the reasons that uh, I was excited to have you on too is that uh, I noticed you've been you've been pretty much following the show religiously all season and um, uh, keeping up with the tweets and engaging. So, what are your thoughts overall on this whole like? Isamali schism and how they've been like building to this and if they earned it almost in this episode. Um, I feel like I think they earned it in a far in a way that like I think from the beginning of the season, like you saw that flashback of Isa saying, like, I don't fuck with Molly, and then also just like the tension. Like I feel like we've just been like waiting. You're like, yeah. okay, when is it gonna happen? I feel like every episode I'm like, is this gonna is this gonna be it? Is the is are them at like Tiffany's house? Is that gonna happen? Like I just like have been waiting. So I feel like it was definitely, like, built up. Um, It was warranted. Did they get either of you guys fooled with, you know, the middle episode, they're doing the wobble, they're kind of, like, coming back to each other. Did any of you guys, like, fall for that? No. No. (laughs) The wobble, like, that didn't feel real. Like, I was like, they're not really, like... No. (laughs) I mean, because that's what they do, you know? They they, want to tease you and i guess if you're not really paying attention that tease could be like oh shit's gonna be cool everything's gonna be good but nah they was having too much fun out there too much yeah, fun. and the tension was still there between isa and molly but they yeah. were both having fun at the event it was like sure you can have fun and do the wobble but you could still not fuck with this girl at the same and time they, they probably would have been they <laughs> would have been fine if she had never 
know if Molly had never heard that there was that connection made between the Rock Nation and the people at the uh, at the block. Yeah, party. I agree. They would have been fine. Um, and I feel like it would have been fine, but I do feel like it's there still would have been that tension between them. Like yeah. continuing mm-hmm. to go, but this is just the one thing that kind of like brought like where she got like, I guess it like triggered her, or ticked her off in a way that like she felt the need to say it out loud. But I think like even if she didn't find out about about the Rock Nation, it would have still been like weird tension between them because they still haven't talked as friends. Yeah, they were all. still beefing. Yeah. yeah. All right, for me, like rewatching it, especially, was it just me or did anyone catch like, like Molly was almost kind of hating just to hate at one point? Like I think. Anytime she would try to talk to Eason, someone would grab her, like, to understandably go do something at her event. She almost kind of rolled her eyes, which was weird. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it, I, I, and I, I did see that, but I think it's not like it wasn't warranted. Because remember, there's the bit where Issa's chilling outside. She's seen all the black people come into, into the block party. She, she's turned up. Molly comes up with food. Molly's like, yo, yeah, I, yeah, I figured yeah. you probably didn't eat. Here's your food. Two seconds later, like after she did something good for, you know, her homie or whatever, she literally, she, I mean, she had valid points to leave. I think they said Vince Staples came in. She had to go. But uh, I think we that that's happened a lot where Molly's kind of been her rock. And Issa, because Issa's, you know, her mind's moving in a lot of different ways. I think she might not be noticing what those actions, but maybe I'm just like a Molly apologist. I don't know. That could be. A, Are that you could Molly? Be with, like, I, dude. There's very few Molly apologists out there right now. Are you are you uh, understanding where she's coming from in the grand scheme of things? Yeah. You yeah. explain. <laughs> I need to know so I can ha- have some insight because right. I right. don't so, understand. <laughs> now, mind you, mind you, mind you. In what we watch, you know, these episodes, so it we don't get what like HBO teases in between each episode. Like I didn't realize mm-hmm. until this morning that. They set the whole teaser up before the episode to be this conversation about the the, the Rock Nation stuff, da 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 da. Like it was that that whole thing was laid out before the episode started. So if that's mm-hmm. the base, if that's the basis of the argument, is that I asked you not to have my man hooked up in this situation, and then I I come to find out that's exactly what happened. You just did it in like because she caught her. What she said was wobbling with your shady ass. Like she's looking mm-hmm. at her like she's being real shifty especially when it comes to what she needs again what she what she tell her you always need one little favor you know she i think she, it's been well and i mean it sucks that it happened there but i think there's been a lot of situations where molly's been that person that isa needed not just this season but you know in the past and isa's not really been that person for molly but again isa's been going through bullshit since episode one so I don't know if she's the one I'd really want to be like in my corner at all. Wow. Oh, wow. Didn't know, didn't know you were going to take it there. Um, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, you brought up all I do think what, what I, my first watch of the episode, when I did watch it and I was like, oh, when Molly found out she went behind Issa's back, I feel like the, okay, I don't think Issa was wrong in asking Nate because she did need. Like, it was important to yeah. her, and she did need someone for her event. But I do think she could have given Molly a heads up, like, hey, girl, like, yeah. I understand that you don't want me to, you don't want to help, but I'm letting you know I'm going to reach out to Nate to help me because I really need this to happen. Like, I feel like she could have just, like, side text her or side, yeah. giving her a heads up so she wasn't. You know the kind of person Molly is. Molly is, like, very, like, 
if her ego or if something doesn't go her way, I think she gets really angry. And I think like Issa is friends with her and she should know that. So I think she could have clearly I've been in therapy. So it's just like, she could have just like let her know. And and I, and I say, I, I say all that knowing full well that like the reason Molly's pissed off is dumb in the first place. Like, yeah, it was a it was a hookup for the event. It's not like she was asking her some crazy shit. She needed one yeah. thing, and to it was a weird boundary. If she said she set up, it was a it was wild a boundary to set because it was it seemed so, kind of like random and yeah. not all that serious. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was it, it was it was it was predicated on some bullshit, but I still understand where Molly's coming from. I think the reason why Molly even set that boundary had nothing to do with her actually wanting to protect her relationship and more to do with like Issa calling her out of the blue and not asking how she was and them still needing to talk and her not going to Thanksgiving and them Mm. not talking about it and her just being mad about that. I don't think it had really anything to do with her wanting to protect her relationship, unfortunately. Like, cute excuse, but like, I don't believe her. I don't, I just... I just don't believe it. But then on Molly's side, she hasn't been supportive of Issa's event at all this whole season. So I feel like she's been being like a bad friend. So I don't know. I just feel like. It's almost like this show's got some really good writing going on this season where you could could pick up a couple of different layers. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, that's the thing. (laughs) Like, Cal, you brought up good points. But the thing is, um, you've been thinking about it deeply, too. And you've had time to sit with it. But. No, I mean, just on the surface, do we feel like the writers are doing a good job of making it a 50-50, both sides have blamed thing? Because uh, I haven't really, this is the first episode that I rewatched, mm-hmm. but even just keeping an eye on Twitter and the timeline and people engaging with it, um, it's been like a steady five weeks of like heavy favor towards Issa, heavy is Molly on crack. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I mean, I've thought this about Molly since season one, so it's not wow. <laughs> this isn't new. So I've always just been like, okay, girl, like, but I feel like part of it is like, I also see so many, like, I feel like there are so many traits within Molly that are so you can see within yourself, like just you like mm. getting defensive, overreacting. So I think that's why I have such a visceral, like, strong reaction to Molly and less to yeah. Issa, because I'm like, the bullshit that Issa's on, I'm like, I probably wouldn't do that, but like, when Molly is like, playing games with dating and I'm like oh wow is that me like 2012 I feel really like I, don't know. I think that's so, why I don't like her so much so it, so it's not that Molly's wrong it's just that you're triggered is what it is <laughs> no, <laughs> but I, I guess the question is you know we, we've talked about the build-up whether it's throughout this season or you know throughout the past um do we feel that this blow up was was it had did it have the desired impact we think because it's it's been the one conversation people have been talking about people have been seeing it so i know there's been anticipation from the timeline about what you know when this thing was going to happen did it have the the desired impact you think i think so it got it got pretty ugly like they yeah. gave off the sense that they were about to like start their own bows yeah uh, start like, swinging oh, yeah <laughs> They probably would have. They probably would have. If then, I think that's the funniest part about it. The, the what makes insecure so great is then somebody thinks that someone's pulling out a gun. <laughs> so there's panic for something else entirely. 
<laughs> Great right. And then right after that, they say, oh, is it a wallet? But the damage is done anyway. <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. It's, it's going to be in the papers for nothing. Yeah. It's the first and last blog party that Issa's going to throw. Watch. Watch. It's done. It's done. The shit is a wrap. It, it started out great, but uh, we fucked the game. Yeah, up. great event, Issa. I was proud of her, even though Molly didn't seem that proud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as a friend, Issa, I was proud, even though Molly was being a hater. She did get Vince Staples. Did that I mean, look like? Yeah, right. Did that look like a block party that like we would have pulled up to? I guess, right? You I would not. Have, you would not have pulled up to this block party, Frazier. I wouldn't have. No. No. Probably not. Vince Staples was like the headliner. Like you would have you would have cruised through for a hot couple. There would have been like it would it would have been thrown on the block where your coffee spot is. So you would have had exactly. to have gone through the block party at one point. Maybe chilled for Vince for a hot second. They, they would have got five minutes out of me. Facts, I wouldn't facts. have traveled to go. I agree. I would have been if it was like on the block. I'd be like, oh, let me go and like get some yeah. food. But I wouldn't very have been local. Like, let me make a Saturday out of it. Or. Which I guess was the point, but yeah. <laughs> Shouts to her for making it happen, though. Shouts to yeah, her I'm proud of her. Sponsor, Spotify's there. I see you. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. big shit. If, if, <laughs> if I was walking by and I saw there was a Spotify truck there, I'd at least walk over for a little bit. Yeah. So to hire, uh, we had Issa on um, a while ago, and her quote about this, about like why they decided to do – the storyline was that she said, um, for all the, like the romance relationships that people get invested in, she personally has never had a man break her heart the way that she's had some of her female friends break her heart. So from that perspective, do you feel like they're doing a good job of like dramatizing this kind of like real uh, friendship fight? Um, I think so. I think it'll depend. I feel like one of my like like critiques of Insecure is that often we don't get to see the characters in our world. Like, so I feel like mm. we see that they're hurt, but I want to see them being hurt separately, like in their own space and how they react to that. That would determine like for me, if it's worthy of a friend breakup. Cause I feel like, yeah, we got in a fight in public, but how you act when you go home is indicative mm. of how bad you're hurt. So I think I am looking forward to seeing if that happens. Yeah. I mean, we got half a season to go now. Yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. There was no Lawrence. There was no Lawrence. That was weird. I feel like he is not over Isa. He is no, no. Yeah, he, he he's definitely still open. All right. Well, he, Lawrence he, not pulling up felt a little weird, especially because they're yeah. supposed to be friends, and this was a big thing for her. But also, Condola being there and being feeling way towards Isa over something she had no, you know. Control yeah. over it was also bogus. I kind of, I kind of respect Lawrence staying away because he would have just made it worse. Yeah, and more just like it would have been like okay, the Molly Issa drama and then the Molly Issa Lawrence condole. Like it just would have been yeah. weird drama. And I feel like he yeah. probably, I feel like Lawrence didn't go out of respect that Condola might show up. Yeah, but I also think Condola was being dodgy towards Issa. At the end of the day, like <laughs> this is like you guys were working on something together. This is like professional, and then you stop calling her. Like number yeah. one, like. That's I was like, you could have sent her like, hey, I'm going through something personal. I'm going to have this person take over. Like, you didn't have to ghost her. I was, yeah. So that made me not like, I was like, oh, so she's not about her money and she's not about friendship. So I don't Facts. like her. <laughs> well, I mean, her and Issa were cool enough. I imagine Issa would have been the one person to have been like, yeah, I understand. We used exactly. to, we used, we've dealt with the same dude, the guy you're dealing with. Like, it would have made sense. And I think there were times where Issa even like, 
try she was the one that was like trying to open up to condola like right. you know we need to talk what's going on so uh yeah condola's weird for that do you think that the breakup was about isa and that's why she avoided isa there's got to be I something guess. like because it's just like they, they, they had that conversation right lawrence and isa had a conversation that yeah. we're not privy to what they said yeah um, right we just don't know he was like i have to tell you something and then we don't really know what he said so who knows I don't know. Or maybe he saw Lawrence's story, Instagram story, or she saw Lawrence's Instagram story to Issa, even though I don't think that's a reason to break up with someone, but maybe that's that's what happened. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I need, I, yeah there, there's definitely, I need at least an episode in the past of what they were doing. I need something. Yeah, same. I need to know, like, what happened. And Condola, her friend said she wasn't even that into Lawrence in general. Like, I'm just, like, confused by her reaction to Issa. It was weird. (laughs) It was a wrap after Thanksgiving, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. It was dead. Also, this has been going on since, how long before Thanksgiving? Issa and Molly have been beefing for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Or these these, these can't be the only times they've seen each other during the week, right? Can it be? Is Is L.A. that big? I guess. I don't know. I feel like it can be because the point is that I guess they're not spending as much time as they would be if they're on good terms. So they, they're not even like random Tuesday night chat for a nah. second. It's just whenever the next homie function is. Or like the yeah. the wellness Sunday or whatever yeah, that they were doing. Self-care Sunday. Self-care Sunday. Like, your yoga mat's at my house. Like we haven't done it. Word. <laughs> Weeks. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. <laughs> Blunts and Bikram or whatever they were doing. Um, I mentioned Lawrence not being there, but the homie Nathan was. Is he necessary? Do we need him? Made his grand really return. No. It feels <laughs> random. Like he was just used to get Vince Staples. Like he was just like used. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're done with him. It's a wrap. Well, because when he made he made the comedy, he's like, "Yo, I remember when we were talking about this at Coachella," and I was like, "Shit, that thing." That did right, happen, it did, didn't it? it? And that was a good episode too. I forgot. I guess I just yeah. the insanity of Kelly made me forget that they had, he he was there at the inception of the idea. But right. uh, yeah, but I, like, do I, we need him for six, seven, eight, nine, ten? No. I mean, he's like he was a, nice he was a nice breath of fresh air, though. He's nice to look at, I will say. And I don't even like trust men with light eyes, but he's. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. God damn. Is this going to eventually lead up to a triangle between Nathan, Lawrence, and Issa? I would be into her having options. I feel like she hasn't had, like, good options in a while. But also, like, you need to go back to Lawrence. But I'm into the drama that this could bring. So I vote yes. (laughs) And that's way more interesting than, you know, bringing Daniel back or anything. I feel like Daniel's tired. Season three exhausted us of Daniel. Yeah, but it's yeah, clear that yeah. her and Lauren still have like chemistry. They still mm-hmm. like like each other as people, and it's they're both kind of moved past that moment where they like broke up. I feel like they've moved past that. So like, I don't think it's like terrible if they were to like try or at least like make out or something. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, they're 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 both right now. They're both single. So if there was yeah. a time when they would want to try it, this might be the most opportune time. He's got his shit together. She's throwing a semi successful block party. Condola doesn't want to be friends with either of them, so it wouldn't be weird. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, 
you might see her randomly at like a bowling alley with her with with some clients or something but you know yeah she should I mean, be good i wouldn't be opposed to her dating lawrence and nathan and figuring out like you know who she wants to be yeah just just go with the flow Issa, yeah. make us proud and then deciding to date none of them that's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> that's how the show ends the it's series like, finale yeah, <laughs> She, she just goes back with the security guard. That's what it is. Jesus. Yeah, I miss the security guard. I like that guy. Oh, he was I fun. And he was, like, yeah. really thoughtful. I was like, I appreciate him. Yeah. He's yeah, very concerned. <laughs> very, very concerned. He was very, he was, uh, uh, he was okay being the bouncer, but, like, the loudest bouncer at the party. Like, he's getting everybody in the door. Like, it was, he was just a really good person. Really yeah, good person. I liked his energy. He was really nice. <laughs> all around. An all around decent fellow. Sheesh, um, it was cool. I I forgot that uh, the intern's nose started bleeding when she was talking to Good Staples. <laughs> I, for, I, for, I forgot about that whole thing. And then her being like, "I mean, we're not paying her, so we can't really tell her what to." Do. That's facts, though. That's facts, though. She she said, "I I have no say over her life or some Whatever way she worded it was hilarious. I know. <laughs> valid so you won't be liable for anything yeah yeah <laughs> that's how that shit goes volunteer shit after a while especially once they leave and that's not on you no more it's like, ooh, that's a damn okay. shame that's a damn shame though that girl she was bleeding all night i was like uh, yeah <laughs> it was a a good well-rounded episode outside of like the big stuff you had uh british kelly which is that great so funny i loved it so much <laughs> yeah She's great. Shouts out she's to so Natasha. Good. She, I love Kelly. She's amazing. Yeah. It's because it, usually like we'll see we'll get like it was just like the Coachella. We would get just an all out balls to the wall, her going ham episode. This was that in a different way. The the payoff at the end with, with everybody running and he's like, Wait, where's your accent? She's like, Nigga, I'm from Philly or some shit like that. <laughs> Perfect. But and then he was explaining like the branches of government. Oh my I god! Not, <laughs> it's called the Bank, the of, Bank America. of America branch. That's why there's so many of them because they make all the money. Wow! <laughs> Shout out to special guest Amine. I don't know if this is his first time acting. Yeah, but it was say. funny. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he he was really, I, would, I, I would like to see him again, yeah, maybe in the finale like, or something. Same. Damn. And then, then uh, Tiffany Derrick was that, the other thing that, like, what is going on? Where that's been build- that's been building too. They've been beefing since it was sometime in season three. It's just well, well, yeah, there's may- a conspiracy. Uh, may- like maybe a, I'm just there's fans that-, that think that like they cheated or one of them cheated or we're going through some other things and it's like a subtle thing that's going on in the background. Yes. Wait, which one cheated, Tiffany or Derek? I forget. I want to say Derek. Maybe I think it might have been Derek. Interesting. I can see I, I, I think there was there was a point where they were gonna. I I was getting the feeling that one of them was gonna break up with the other one, but then they got pregnant, or then they got married, or whatever. It was some life changing event happened, um, and then they were cool. But I think it was it was good to see, you know, him kind of like just assume all the responsibility for the baby and dip. Because I feel like that point's going to come up at some argument at some point. Like, you know, not only was I the one to take care of the kid, but I'm always the one. Would she say she wants to leave the baby at the supermarket? <laughs> she, I feel like she's like, maybe she's dealing with some like post-traumatic stress of having a baby. And also just yeah. like, in a sense, like losing her life or losing her social life or how she 
whatever and then also being like married to someone that you're unsure about is just like yeah. i feel like she's going through a moment we need a tiffany episode what's going on with we that? Do. <laughs> Well, because actually the Coachella one kind of brought that to the forefront, mm. I think. It kind of got overshadowed because that's like the episode where Lawrence comes back at the end. But yeah. she has that big scene in the car where she's like super sad and depressed and they mm-hmm. never really revisited that. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like, just... no, sorry, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? I was going to, I feel like she always jokes about, like in a joking way, that she mm-hmm. always is like, I'm losing my life or just like she jokes about motherhood and like not having her same life in a in a way that I think is like a little bit underlyingly serious but like she addresses it in a joking manner. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I think I feel like I keep talking about when we used to interview on people on Facebook live and we can't see any of these shits anymore anyway. RIP to Complex Pop FB page. But I remember having Amanda Seals on and asking her about Tiffany and any plans for the arc. And she basically dodged the question, but it was kind of like, you know, we really just don't know right now. So I'm hoping that all of these seeds that they've sown will turn into some type of revelation or some type of episode that'll catch every, do a bunch of flashbacks in one episode, something to catch us all up to speed. Um, Cause it, it, it can't be this much tension and then it'd be nothing. Right. That'd be a disservice. Well, that's a good segue into just predicting where the rest of the season is going to go. Because like we were saying earlier, I'm pretty sure Insecure usually sticks to like eight episodes a season, but this is the first with more. Mm -hmm. So we're officially at the halfway mark. Five episodes left to go. Where do we think this is all going? I think my first thing, especially after watching last night's, is like, how can Issa and Molly even believably make up like in a way that it wouldn't feel forced or contrived? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, they're going to have to have a conversation. I just don't know if that conversation is going to end with them, like, being cool. Or if yeah. they're just going to be like, that. just we, we're not going to be able to see eye to eye. We need to be away from each other for a bit. Which, I mean, could be, you know, a decent way of building, you know, a bigger story for a bigger, you know, return later on. Maybe it's not even this season. Maybe it's, you know, sometime midway. They just got the renewal for season five or whatever. So, you know, we, we. I wouldn't be surprised if this is kind of just like their chill point so we can then see how they deal with, you know, a big breakup like that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to make up. Like, it's not going to be a conversation and like, let's get dinner. I think it's going to be like a conversation and both of them want to make their points and then they're just not going to be friends. And then maybe down, like you said, down the line, they'll like become friends. But I'm excited to like see Issa have other friends too. So like mm-hmm. I'm into that. Um and then I'm excited to see Molly like if she stays with Andrew and like be a person in a relationship. So I feel like they don't need to be friends for me right now because I'm and I think it it's good for a show to be able to have it's it's only a beautiful thing to be able to tell like a single relationship story is like the B story. And then the A story is like, you know, it could be Issa. It could be the love triangle we talked about earlier yeah. with Issa, you know, uh, Nathan and Lawrence. Yeah. And that could, it, that could be five episodes split down the middle with one episode about Tiffany and Derek. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's how you it's want that Tiffany Derek yeah. episode badly. I need, I need to know. <laughs> I've been, I've been on this conspiracy for a minute. I need to see, I need to see something happen. I like Derek. I like Derek. I, like I don't Derek like too. I don't know if I like them together. They seem like they don't like each other. 
you know, but they just, they seem like they're like, we should be together. We're both like light skinned and pretty. I don't think like, (laughs) I don't think they actually like each other. No, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Damn. That's good read. That's a good read on that. Um, I mean, mean, we have, um, we know, so Jay Ellis is directing an episode. So that should be fun. Kerry Washington is directing an episode. So one of those has to be something big. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, looking uh, Jay Ellis's episode is episode seven, so in two weeks. They don't I'm looking at uh Wikipedia. They don't list directors for directors or writers for the last two episodes. I'm assuming Carrie Washington's one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I guess Fire. we'll see. Because they, they were the they had um Regina King did was it the finale for season three? Yeah, she did the finale. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if Carrie does episode ten. Just, That'd be dope. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, we should see. Yeah, I think. I mean, well, I, I'm assuming we'll see Condola one more time. Yeah, I feel I'm like, good if we don't. I'll be fine if we don't, but maybe we'll see. Like, I don't know. I just don't know what the point in bringing her back was after, after that. But maybe like just mm-hmm. to help us understand, like a flashback or something, what happened with her and Lawrence or something. But I feel like Lawrence can just yeah. say what happened, and we'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, we, I, a, I think we need that. B, I wouldn't be surprised she gets thrown in at some point mm-hmm. as a, as a diversion for Lawrence, because Lauren, Lawrence is really good to like see something over there, like a cat, like you know, you throw the shine the laser light in the one corner, he's running over there. Then if you move it somewhere else, he's right over there. You just, you just got to give him time. It won't be episode six. It, it, it might be eight or nine. That's all I'm saying. You know, he's definitely. You know, he, he, well, he she likes, might he likes make chase. a little cameo again. I can see that happening. I, they're they're at a club or you know some another right. movie event or something. Or Tiffany has in. a something and she comes. T- Tiffany's having another <laughs> baby. Yeah, they'll flash forward. Tiffany will have another baby, and uh, Condola will be there because that's her homie. I will say I feel like I spelled. Um, I knew the Condola thing was going to go super sour as soon as she had that lunch with Molly. That like. She kind of just invited Condola to. I was like, "Oh, she's going all in on this friendship. It's gonna yeah. end hard." Yeah, yeah. She's going too yeah. hard, too early. I'm like, maybe not. <laughs> Damn. I don't think Damn. they're gonna. And then like her scene, and then Issa like going to Condola's like work spot. I was like, this is just getting weird. Like, this is too much. This is too much. Condola got the hookup at WeWork. So uh, yeah, and I also think it's interesting. Work. That Issa had such a, like, I, I feel like, like, they both, like, so I feel like Issa had such a fascination, not fascination, but, like, a, like, she put um, Condola on this pedestal, thinking that she's super cool, she has her life together, like, she dresses nice, but I also don't think Issa realized that Condola put her on a pedestal, and, like, she, yeah. like she's, like, has this, she dated Lawrence, like, she's doing this cool block party, like, I feel like they mm-hmm. both, like, have similar, they both, like, have unrealistic views of each other. And I feel yeah. like, like their friendship yeah. was never even going to be anything because they're not being like, it's, I feel like they both just had like this weird ideas of each other that they never got to break down to the real and be friends. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it, if, if anything, it was a messy situation so that they're breaking apart from each other isn't surprising. Mm-hmm. I just, again, I think Condola probably should have just had the conversation, be like, yo, shit is just weird. Like, yeah, you know, it's I, been I, weird you know, for me. I can't look at you as being anyone but that person. You're needing me for all these other things. Like I'll help you, but you know, we 
it doesn't mean we need to be right. around yeah. each other like that. So no, that makes sense. But but I it also means that I don't know who Issa's really going to be hanging with. Molly's got a whole man. True. I get she might have to hang with Lawrence. She might have to hang with Nathan just for. Oh, this is this is how people's ex comes comes back come back into their lives this is what always happens you're just like i don't really have any friends right now let me hit up so and so and then you're yeah. doing them again this is how and it she's, ar- Damn. This is and like she's already been doing breeding it. ground yeah it's, 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 a, it's a setup it's set up i feel like i've written season four <laughs> we're ready we're done <laughs> i'm just i'm just checking down the list the fantasy uh the fantasy booking list to make sure all my points were met yeah um then, or no sorry go ahead no, what were you going to say? I was going to say the next episode, it shows Mal, I mean, Issa going to like some paint and sip, like trying to paint <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh, that's so sad. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That was fun. I, I don't, is there anything else we need to say about this episode? Um, no. No. I think we hit it all. I think we cool. hit a lot. This is fun. I love talking about Insecure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we thank you for fun. coming on. Yeah. Thank you Great. for having me. This is fun. Greatly appreciate it. I'm glad that that, it, that that conversation went as well as it did. I I felt like we needed to have some outside voices and some 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 different perspectives on what was going on. I didn't realize I was going to have the craziest <laughs> perspective on the Molly You're and Issa goddamn situation. Molly apologist. Um, but, yeah, hey, I mean, what I can think, I say? I think it's important that you know the show is this season is very much so about like a, a female friendship breaking down so we definitely just can't have us two dudes just getting into the science of it facts yeah, what do we know nothing apparently yeah I, I definitely know nothing you probably know a little more than i do um but yeah that was cool i guess keep it locked something tells me insecure is gonna have another uh blow up or at least another big episode on that level come the end of the season you might have to invite your girl back and just see where Definitely. maybe we should do that. Maybe we should have her come back at the end and see where our predictions were, who came closest yeah, to how it ended up season four ending. Yeah. Keep a lock for that. If you want to hear that, let us know, you know, drop some comments. We're at, we're on Twitter and Instagram at complex pop. Um, you can get the Watch Less podcast on Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys get your podcast. Tell somebody. Put some reviews in there. Put some stars in there. Comment. Hit us up. We want to talk. We don't want to talk no dumb shit is all I'm saying. Like, I'm fine with movie and TV conversation on, this, on the timeline. But I just don't want. Shit. Yeah, I don't want no goofball nonsense. If we're all being goofy, that's one thing. But don't just be goofy for the sake of being goofy. Well, I will say, too, especially... Um... Definitely go back and listen to all of our episodes if you enjoyed this one. But if you enjoyed this episode and you enjoyed last night's Insecure, we had Issa Rae, mm-hmm. star, of course, and Stella McGee, who uh, directed last night's episode, has been on the pod as well. So definitely go back and seek those two episodes out if Facts. you want uh, more of your Insecure fix. And hell, if you're if you're an Insecure fan and you've already listened to them, now go back and see if you can you know read between the lines of the comments they made about episode five. Right. Um, yeah, we're going to catch y'all next week uh, for Frasier. I'm Cal advising you as always to stay inside, wash your damn hands, disinfect doorknobs, do all that stuff. Socially distance, at least six feet apart if you got to be outside. Uh, tune in and watch less.
Watch Less is hosted by Fraser Tharp and myself, Cal. Our producer is Taliba Newman. Associate producer and sound engineer is Jasmine Plata. Production manager, Chancel Correa. Talent booker, Anthony Allred. Junior booker, Austin Bailey. Our director of talent relations is Kristen Price Harrell. And our senior director of operations is Jen Stewart. Watch Less as a part of the Complex Podcast Network. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.